Has the honeymoon with Doug Peterson ended already here in Jacksonville? I'll tell you why the answer is yes. Just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of Locked On Jaguars, where it's your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listener. Quick reminder, we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. That is Locked On Jaguars. Make your way over to Locked On Jaguars' YouTube page. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe, of course, and then the bell. The bell means you'll get notifications each and every time. We drop an episode, and if you listen to audio podcast, whatever platform you do that on, make sure you tap in every single day so you don't miss an episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, get some housekeeping out of the way. I've been away for a couple of days. It wasn't by design. Your boy had to step away and take care of himself, but I'm glad you guys are tuned in y'all been looking at the other episodes and can't keep me away can't keep me down i'm back and things have settled down a little bit since mike caldwell has gotten fired i thought they would but obviously they haven't i'll tell you exactly how i feel about those things today i'm gonna talk about doug peterson being on a hot seat um it's a little bit ridiculous but i kind of understand it there's a part of this i like and a part of this i don't i'll tell you about that uh we're gonna talk about trent balky I'll make a statement right now. They will never win a championship with Trent Baalke as the GM. He is the number one football guy in the building. And uh, with him being in that capacity, they would have to get extremely lucky. And even if they got lucky, it wouldn't last. It wouldn't be sustainable. So that's why I think he's the wrong person for the job. And then I'll tell you in segment three why it does not make sense for me to do a mock draft and post it. I've been running through it a little bit just to see where guys are going to fall. And even, you know, you know those machines aren't right because on draft night, everything always goes a whole nother way in a whole nother direction but i don't do it because it doesn't make any sense to do it before free agency and free agency comes first so i won't be posting any of that stuff and i'll tell you why i'm not knocking anybody else that does it but i just can't do it it just doesn't make any sense and it's just kind of a waste of time unless you're going to do free agency in front of it do free agency and then do the mock draft that's a real good idea so we'll talk about that too but doug peterson Doug Peterson was, uh, when he was brought in, everyone said, including myself, that it was competence, that it was a proven winner, uh, a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, I still believe that because I believe uh, winning a Super Bowl in the NFL is very hard. It took Andy Reid forever, and he was one of the three best coaches in the league, and it took him a long, long time to get to that point. Um, It's hard. It's not an easy thing to do, right? There are organizations that have never won a Super Bowl. And because he did it, and he did it in a city where the fans are crazy and the expectations and the media attention is really, really high, I felt that he could do uh, do it when he got here eventually. I still feel that way. I do. But a little bit of it is I understand why fans don't feel that way. Messaging is super, super important. And I think what has happened with Doug Peterson is he, he's been nice to everybody. 
you know, when he when he talks about he's nice to his players. He he's very complimentary when he talks about those players. Um, he speaks well about the coaches. And and you know, I can I can respect that because there's no reason for someone to denigrate or downplay somebody to the public. Usually the, the only reason you do that kind of stuff is to make yourself look better. Um and to, to point fingers and blame other people. Doug has always said we need to do better, we need to do this, or we can't do this, or we can't do that, and this guy has to get better, and this guy has to get better. What happens is with the fans and the media, some people a lot of th- times when things don't go your way, like an epic going from eight and three to nine and seven, missing the playoffs and losing your last two games to Tampa and Tennessee, yeah, that eh, that kind of that doesn't feel real good, right? Or losing two of your last three games to Tampa and Tennessee. It doesn't feel real good. So people want their pound of flesh. Doug's just not going to give it to you. He's not going to give you your pound of flesh. Everybody's main pound of flesh is Press Taylor. I want to ask you a question. What if he's right about Press Taylor? Really? What if he's right about him? And what if, and, and you might be right. He's not about him. But what if this isn't about and the narrative exists that, well, he's just trying to trying to protect his buddy. Or he doesn't want to prove uh, that he made a bad decision. Or he doesn't want his protege to uh, be, the, be the guy, be the fall guy. All of this stuff. That stuff takes on a life of its own and it just might not be true. Doug Peterson just might not want a guy in a suit telling him who the hell is going to be on his staff. And that would be like 99% of the coaches. You're not telling me who to fire. I'll let you fire me before you tell me who to, who to hire and who to fire as my coaches. That's the way coaches think. So this might not be a situation where he he's just covering for his guy the way you cover for your kid. What if Peterson's uh what if Press Taylor's doing every single thing Peterson told him to do, how to do it, and and it it, it doesn't work for whatever reason. Maybe it's because of the offensive line, maybe because of the quarterback, or maybe it's because of this or that. See, the 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 sample size is this. It worked like a son of a gun when he had uh, Frank Wright and when he had um, Press Taylor on his staff and they scored 41 points against Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. So I look at this and I go, who should I listen to? Should I listen to that guy or should I listen to Trent Baalke or should I listen to fans or should I listen to media people that well, I mean, what does what Jacksonville want? That, that you know that that's the point. The point is, is this is I don't think this is as much as about him protecting his guy or someone he looks at like a son. And and look, plagiarism exists and all of that stuff. And I, I they're not related. But what if he does think that Press is a really good coach? And a lot of people, other people did too, because last year he had to block the, the Jaguars block people from interviewing Press Taylor. Why would they do that? I'll tell you why they do it. Because they had just gotten this team. You want more continuity continuity than that. You don't want to get rid of one of your coaches after one good season. That That's that's common sense. But I've just thought that maybe, maybe this isn't about protecting his guy or saving ego. Maybe it's just like this. Maybe Doug Peterson, and he could, he could be wrong, but maybe he's looking at Press Taylor. He's saying he's doing a good job. He said it the other day in his press conference. Did a nice job. Almost as if, since y'all so smart, really take a deep, deep look. Take a deep, deep, deep look at what is really going on 
and tell me that's press's fault. See, if fans were more forgiving of the play caller than they are the quarterback, then we wouldn't be having this discussion. I saw a play today where Evan Ingram dropped the ball, hit him in the hands, boom, he took his eyes off of it, and Tennessee picked it off. People are quick to say that's not Trevor's fault, but nobody's quick to say, well, that's not Press's fault. When Trevor overthrows people, when he throws interceptions, is that Press's fault too? Or we could say, well, the communication is off, but what if Press has told him 10, 10, 12 times and he just doesn't get it? And Doug took a deep breath when he was asked about Trevor the other day. Could it be that the prince that was just isn't as good as y'all think he is? Could it be? Wouldn't be the first time that happened, y'all. Wouldn't be the first time that happened. It's like I said, it's like telling an eight-year-old kid that Santa Claus doesn't exist. It, it could very well be the case. And that they have to dial it back a little bit. And I listen to the media ask questions, say, did you put too much on this plate? What the hell are you talking about? If he's a franchise quarterback, how is it possible for me to put too much on this plate? I just don't get it. And Doug even laughed. He goes, what are you talking about? Put too much. He's your quarterback. What are you, what else? Press Taylor has said they have tailored this offense around Trevor Lawrence. If you're going to blame somebody, you need to blame the GM, Trent Baalke, for not getting the extra parts to make those plays better. That's what you need to do. Trent Baalke is the true problem for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It ain't Doug Peterson. I'm going to get to Trent Baalke in the second segment, but I'm going to tease you with this because at the top of the second segment, I'm going to talk about this. One, folks saying I heard somebody say that they would entertain Bill Belichick because the rumor came out that Belichick is looking. Uh, there's a mystery team involved. It ain't the Jaguars. I think it's the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but because there wouldn't have to be a mystery team involved that hadn't fired their coach because all the Jaguars got to do is fire their coach if they wanted to hire Bill Belichick. And we act like those last three or four years in New England don't mean anything. We're just thinking about the 20 years before that. Right. The other thing is. And this is uh, something that I want everyone to sort of ponder a little bit and that is this why have we deitized trevor lawrence why don't they do this to young quarterbacks especially in a market where you're not used to having a peyton manning or a tom brady or a drew Brees or a brett Favre? i would say aaron Rodgers. but yeah why have we deitized him after the first three years in the nfl for what you've seen why would you even ask trevor lawrence about the direction of the team why would you run stuff through a 24-year-old who hasn't really shown enough consistency for you to do that? I'm going to talk about all of that stuff here in just a second on Locked on Jaguars. Got to let y'all know about the Game Time app. That's right. Game Time is the absolute truth, man. When you want to buy some tickets to an event and you have not done your due diligence and it's the last minute, well, don't worry about it because guess what? Game time is right there for you and they will handle it for you. Most of the time you hear stuff like your uh, lack of attention to something is not an emergency on my part, right? You don't hear that from game time because I'm telling you right now, they don't think that way. In fact, they love the fact that you waited until the last minute because they, that's what they specialize in. There's nothing like game time that can help you get tickets to any event sports theater whatever it is and they do it at the last minute and they're happy so what you need to do is download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account 
and the redeem code, which is locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, segment number two here on Locked On Jaguars. I got on something right before we uh, took a pause for the cause real quick, and that is this thought that <laughs> and, and people were doing this as a rookie, man. And, and and this is not a slap on Trevor Lawrence. I don't want people to think that's what it is, right? There's more real realistic, but it's not a slap on Trevor Lawrence. Um I got kids. I got five kids, right? The youngest is 26. I don't ask them about stuff. I ask them about them. You think I'm going to ask them about how to run my business or run my life? And I know it's not apples to apples, what I'm saying here, but it amazes me how starstruck some people get, whether you're fans or media, when you deitize someone just because of your fandom or because of high school rankings college rankings, the fact that people have been saying that since this kid was a high school senior or a freshman in college, that he is the next becoming of, he's the next coming of whatever, right? Like he's the Mount Rushmore. All of that's cool. We have learned over the years that none of that means a hill of beans when it comes to the National Football League. That is a man's man's league and only the true, true alphas end up showing up and showing out, right? And, and being the guy that you go to at some point in their career and you go, hey, what do we need to do? I'm talking about Super Bowl champion, all pro, all of that stuff. But at some point, I don't know if it's the social media era, but some point everyone started to think that, well, when you get a guy that you think is a franchise quarterback, you automatically have to treat him the way you would a guy who has proven to be a franchise quarterback and who's won. How about try this on for size? Remember I used to tell y'all to not, that Trevor, they needed to stop in year one when the whole Urban Meyer stuff, and I said that they keep running Trevor. Trevor was interviewing after, more than anything, and it, to me it was just like, just keep him happy, keep him quiet. You know what I'm saying? Almost like an overseer when it came to the fans and the media. And at some point he refused to do an interview uh, because I, I remember vividly, I, I can't remember what it was. It might have had something to do with the running backs coach or something. And Trevor, he's like, I ain't doing it. I'm not going out there, right? I get it. I get all of that. And he was right. But when I when I say that they shouldn't use him that way as a PR guy, I also don't think that you need to be using him as like the senior executive vice president of the team either. He's 24 years old, man. Let him go play beer pong or ride jet skis or do whatever those guys do with each other. He needs to be with his teammates. Don't make this an RG3 in Washington situation where he had a beeline to the, the office and or don't make this Russell Wilson situation where he had his own office and you separated him from the team. He needs to be one of the guys. He needs to be a quarterback. If I meet with Trevor Lawrence about anything, I just say, hey, man, an exit meeting, what, what, what's got, what do you got going on? What do you think uh, will help you and how can we help you? Or you take his answers and then this is what I tell him. All right, we need you to work on turnovers. We need you to stop throwing the ball over people's head early in the game and uh, just relax. I think they need to be giving Trevor advice. I don't think they need to be taking advice from a 24-year-old who hasn't proven a whole bunch in the National Football League. But thus is this, and this is Trent Baalke. Trent Baalke is like the number one 
football guy in the building. Now, listen to me. You heard what I said. Shot Khan's the owner of the team. Shot don't know football like the other people in the building. Doug Peters is the head coach. Trent Baalke is the, the general manager. And they're not the only team structured like this. But they're the only team structured like this with that guy in charge. Another guy who does not have a track record of galvanizing people, drafting well. He just doesn't. So the bottom line is when you have a guy like that as the number one person in the franchise, you get stuff like what I just mentioned. We're going to talk to Trevor and, and see what Trevor needs. And, 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 and then the media buys off on that BS and starts quoting it. And like I say, anything can sound good when you tweet it, post it or whatever, or say it on a radio show. But does it practically make any sense? Absolutely not. I'm not asking him for permission to do anything. I'm not asking him any his advice on, on pro personnel. And I'm just asking him to stop throwing interceptions. That's it. I, I don't I don't know what else. I, 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 don't, I can't say it any better. This deitizing of Trevor Lawrence has hurt him. And I don't think what he has done. I don't think. I think he's grabbed it a little bit, but I don't think it's because of ego. I think it's because when you put him in that position, a kid like that who's a good person looks at it as a responsibility. So therefore, he takes on an added responsibility of being that guy, which in my opinion probably takes away from the football stuff that he should be focusing on. Or it probably takes away from him just being a 24-year-old and coming to the games sort of carefree. I think you add that responsibility on him. So people that and this is the funniest thing people ask doug are you putting too much on his plate but then they suggest that somehow you make him the de facto senior vice president of football operations and run everything through him no y'all are putting too much on him we just want him to be a football player that's it everything sounds good until you realize it doesn't make sense Trent Baalke will never lead any organization as the head to a championship. Mark my word. And if he does, I'll apologize. And I'll admit that I was wrong. Now we got people out here saying, that, you know, if Belichick is out there, maybe the Jaguars are the mystery team that everyone's talking about and bring Bill Belichick in and they'd fire Doug Peterson because Belichick is the greatest ever. He's 72 years old. In three years, you'll be looking for another coach. You say Belichick's gonna come show how show how it's done and and get some credibility in here. Yeah, well, the dude that you were fired to do that can tell you. Look, you dead in your face and said, "Well, I beat him in a game that counted. I beat him in the game that counted. I did something a lot of people didn't do. Just make it make sense, man. Make it all make sense. I, you know, by being away for a couple of days, I kind of was reading and listening to a lot of stuff and see this is what losing does though and they have a winning record doug peterson is 19 and what 19 and 17 over two years it ain't great but compared to what it used to be it's, it's better and i'm not that compared to what it used to be guy i don't like doing that too much but i still think that maybe we're looking at the wrong direction i think we misdiagnosed and if you're using Trent Baalke to be the person to figure out the problems for this team, 
I feel sorry for you because he is not the problem figure outer. And you can figure that out. And you know exactly what I mean. If he's the guy you got figured out your problems, then I think you have a long way to go. Um, you don't have to go a long way to figure out that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, man. So what we're going to do in the third and final segment is we're going to polish this up a little bit. And then I'm going to tell you why I don't like doing mock drafts at this time of the season. Tell you all of that. Just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. All right, man. Jace Medical. You know it is all about Jace Medical. And it should be. I've had enough bouts and battles with all of my ailments that you guys have heard about. I try to be as transparent as I can because I want y'all to take care of yourself, right? Well, Jace Medical is the absolute truth, and Jace Medical will give you a chance to be able to take care of yourself. And what it is, you can get a Jace case, man, and that has a whole bunch of pertinent antibiotics. There's a whole bunch of things that you just need every single time you start feeling a little bit under the weather, especially during storm season, man. Storm season it is absolute horrible for a lot of people. Flu season is going around uh, and pharmacies are running out of stuff, uh, antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in a decade. Visit jaysmedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. Look, man, Jace Case is a five-pack of different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Ding, ding, I raised my hand. It's never been more important to prepare than today. Go to Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com, and use the offer code Locked On to get $20 off your order that's jace medical j-a-s-e-m-e-d-i-c-a-l.com and use the code locked on to get twenty dollars off your first order third final segment here on locked on jaguars where it's your team every day we thank you for making us your first listen listen here man I, I, you know, stepping back away from it a little bit, the firing of Dave Caldwell. The Jags have, have gotten rebuffed by Atlanta and I think Chicago. They were going to interview, not Chicago, Atlanta, and uh, I'll tell you in just a second. But the two teams have denied them to uh, talk to their assistant coach. Atlanta and Carolina have both denied Jacksonville the chance to talk to their defensive coordinators. Um Real quick, a lot of people are looking at the the pictures of the coaches that got fired, and they're just assuming that all the black coaches got fired. And and just be very careful when you do that kind of stuff, and you accuse people of that kind of stuff because if they go and hire black coaches to replace black coaches, then you look like an idiot, right? So what happened in Houston? Houston fired a black coach after one year, then hired another black coach, fired him after one year, and people wanted to scream racism, and then they hired another black coach, and he's the coach of the year. Just you know. Just you don't have to be first. If stuff like that exists, it'll come to light. But sometimes you got to pause a little bit. 
Um, everybody's doing mock drafts right now. I don't know how you can do mock drafts. I've done them, but I'm not posting them. And the reason why I'm not posting them is because I don't know what they're going to do in free agency. Um, if you think the Jaguars are going to do the same thing that they did last year in free agency, then you might as well go and do a mock draft because they didn't do anything in free agency. Might be the biggest mistake, the most egregious thing that Trent Baalke could have ever done. And this is what I, I don't understand why he's not having to answer for that or if he has to answer for that. Why did they stand pat last year? I know we all talked about it. A lot of people looked at it from the 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 the, the point, And this is the other thing that I tell people about being loud about. The pass rushers. Well, if you question Trent about that now, he'll look and say, we got 27 and a half sacks from our two starters. So you give him an out. But we're talking about pass rush depth. But before this team can even get into depth, they have problems at starting positions. I told y'all at nauseum about the interior of the defensive and offensive lines. Did I not? Did I not tell y'all about that that nickel position? Did I not? Did I not tell y'all they needed a wide receiver? And I'm not the first person to say that because after the 2022 season, I think John Shipley said that they needed a big number one target wide receiver. Shout out to John Shipley of SI. I think he said it too. I thought they needed a seam-eating tight end. Evan Ingram has 198 catches this year for like 900 yards, but still, they don't eat up the middle of the field. When you watch this offense, this offense is all on the outside. Everything is on the outside. Nothing is down the middle. Nothing is in the seam. They don't force teams, in my opinion, to play the whole field. So how can you go into free agency without understanding? Well, how can you go and do a mock draft without understanding what they will or won't do in free agency? I think Doug even hinted the other day that they're going to be new faces. They have better cap situation now. The problem is, you go back to segment two, I don't trust Trent. So if I don't trust Trent, I don't trust anything that they're going to do. So you won't get a mock draft from me that I'll actually post until we see what they'll do in free agency. And nine times out of ten, they're not going to do what any of us want them to do in free agency. I have been right on one free agent since Trent Baalke took took over this team. Not one. I haven't been right on one player. They didn't go anywhere. What do they need? Interior defensive lineman. Who's out there? Chris Jones and that that kid in Baltimore. Justin. Matabuke, I think that's how you say his name. For me, I still go out to Chris Jones, even though he's three years older. I don't care. He's 30. He'll be 30. Chris Jones is going to play till he's 33, 34 years old. I'm starting to look at this now. I'm not looking at team building from a five-year perspective. I'm looking at a three-year perspective. I draft Chris Jones and still come back and double back in the second or third round and get me a defensive tackle that has some of those same traits. By the way, Trent, uh, Chris Jones was a second-round pick. I get somebody just like that, and I groom him. And then I do what Baltimore does. Baltimore, we talk about Justin Matter. Baltimore did the same thing. They did the same thing. And look, they never miss. It seems like there's certain teams that don't have to regroup, recover, or go out in free agency because they draft and develop. But that's what I do. So if you want to do some free agency, I get Steve Nelson from Houston and make him my nickel, even though he's about 30. Don't care. He can play to he's 33. I don't know if y'all seen some of these 33-year-olds. Now that I've gotten older, those 33-year-olds look like they're 20, right? I go after Chris Jones's 
teammate, LeJarrius Sneed. So what does that mean? What are you saying, Wig? You're saying that you wouldn't keep one of those two corners? That's exactly what I'm telling you. Even though they haven't been the problem, but they haven't been the solution. And a lot of times when we look at these things, we look at the guys that aren't really the problem. Yeah, but are they a part of what can fix it? Are they good enough to fix it? Are they upgrades? I just kind of look at the NFL the way we look at college, man. Or, you know, I, you can't just go around and giving everybody a whole bunch of money. But you got to be realistic when you look at these teams. You got to – can I win a championship with him? If you don't have dudes behind the guys that's playing that think they should be starting somewhere else, then your team ain't built. Not to win a title. Guys should – you know – I'm not talking about acting out and all of that stuff. No, I'm just thinking that. So, for instance, like if you look at the Dallas Cowboys pass rush, Doris Armstrong doesn't start. Doris Armstrong would start for about 18 teams in this league. Dallas has done it over the years with their offensive line, right? They've had the sixth or the seventh guy on their offensive line end up getting a big free agent contract somewhere. There are just some teams that, that do that very well. They stack players at certain positions. Trent Baalke ain't going to ever have Jacksonville be one of those teams that stack players. That Look at the Jaguars roster. Is there somebody on the Jaguars roster after three years that should be uh, saying that they should be starting somewhere else? Think about it. Are they? Just think. No. It's not. So you won't get a mock from me until free agency. The only mock you'll get from me is maybe if this they do this in free agency, then they come back this way. But you just won't get a – you won't see me posting just a mock draft without considering free agency first. You guys need to consider yourselves lucky that you can go to Locked On because they've launched the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, man, y'all have a good weekend. And I'll try to do the same. We'll see you guys Monday. If there's any coaching news, we'll do an emergency pod this weekend if they hire a defensive coordinator. If not, we'll see you. You guys make sure you take care of each other. We'll see you next time here on Locked on Jaguars.